podcast designed to give you a little spiritual nourishment in your day. Glad you've joined with us today. And we're going to be reading from the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. And the word of the Lord says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. This is the famous Shema of Israel, the word that Orthodox Jews will repeat morning and evening to remind themselves of what is central to their faith in God and central to our faith in God too. Listen to what it says. It begins with a command. It begins with God getting our attention. It cries out and says, hear, hear, O Israel. It's as if he's saying, listen, be sure you listen to this. Here's the crucial thing that we're to know, that the Lord our God, the Lord is one. The Lord is unique. The Lord is indivisible. The Lord is holy. There's nobody else like him, completely set apart. The Lord is one. And what about, what are we to do with this oneness? It tells us in verse five, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. In other words, what he's saying is we're to give everything we have, the best that we have from the inside of us to the outside. Everything we have is to be laid down and given to God, reverently submitting ourselves to him and reverently submitting ourselves to all of his ways. There's a wholeheartedness that's called for here. And when you think about it, that makes all kinds of sense, doesn't it? Because of the uniqueness of God, because of who God is, why shouldn't we give ourselves to him wholeheartedly? He is worthy. He is worthy. And the command goes on, and it says in verse 6, These words that I command you today shall be on your heart. He says, write them on the deepest part of your being. Write them down into the part of you that has intuition and affection and commitment. Make sure that this wholeheartedness goes all the way down into the core of your being, who you are. This is the command. And in these first three verses, he's talking to us about our heart. But now when he comes to verse seven, he begins to talk to us about our mind. And not only our mind, but the minds of those that we are responsible for around us. Listen to what he says. You should teach them diligently to your children. Teach them. Make sure that your kids also are permeated with this greatness of God and these words that he's passed on to us. And you shall talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. In other words, this revelation of God to us through his word is to be our constant conversation. It's to be our constant food, food of for the soul, giving out to others, speaking to others about this, and talking to ourselves about us. Why? Because we need to remind ourselves of these things. If God is going to stay central in our lives, then we have to remind ourselves of these. And that's where he goes next. 
in verses 8 and 9. Because he talks to us here about certain things to do to remind ourselves of these truths. He says, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. They shall be frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now, in Orthodox Judaism, or practicing Judaism, this is taken quite literally. There are people who will bind these, bind copies of the law, little testaments, on their left hand and as a, a box between the eyes so that they're reminded of these things. My wife and I and our family once rented a, a house in uh, the mountains of North Carolina. We had no idea who owned the house or what kind of people they were. But as we came and went from the house, we noticed that over each of the doors, the outside doors, there was a little glass tube, and in that tube was a little scroll, and the scroll had Hebrew words written on it. And you see, the folks who are practicing Jews take this so seriously that they actually follow through with this. They will put these little scrolls, and they have a particular word for them, on the doors of their houses. And when they come and go, they will reach up and touch these things with reverence to remind themselves of the importance of God's word and to remind themselves of the importance of who God is. Now, I don't think that as Christians we need to go to that extent to do that, but there's nothing wrong with us having scripture verses on the walls of our houses. There's nothing wrong with us reminding ourselves on a regular basis of the preciousness of God and the preciousness of his word and of setting little traps for ourselves so that we have to think about him very often. And so I commend to you these verses, the Shema, if you will, from the book of Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, God is one and he's unique and he is worthy. He is worthy to be wholeheartedly loved and obeyed and he's worthy to be relentlessly talked about and reminding ourselves of him. He is worthy because he is the only God who is really God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for reminding us today of the central nature of who you are. Help us to saturate ourselves with these things. Help us to be those who are wholeheartedly submitting ourselves to you. Lord, we thank you for your grace. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Hope to see you again next week.